You know what? Let's hear it for Jeremy Shada, everybody. How's it going, man? Moises, nice to meet you. Getting everything set. Last uh, last one of the day. Yeah, we're we're incredibly good friends, is it on? Hold on. Ba uh, low battery. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play past the mic because we're just going to roll with it. All right. So welcome, Jeremy. How's Dallas treated you? It's been great so far. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Thanks for coming to see me. I appreciate it on this on this last uh, last day of the con, the end of Sunday. Are you guys as tired as I am? Yes, you are. Or you guys still got a lot of energy left? Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's how this panel's gonna go. All right. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for coming out. So pretty much we're just gonna do a little bit of Q&A. So if you have any of those questions that you're like, man, I've always wanted to ask this, and your friends tell you you probably shouldn't because they're super creepy and weird, go ahead and ask them anyway, you know? It's gonna be great, it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. I've got a couple for you, then we're gonna turn it over to the line. We're gonna make sure we get to everybody in the line. Uh, we've got we've got a tight schedule. Jeremy's going to be back at his table if you haven't gotten to see him yet. Right after we're done here, sound good? Okay. So what I wanted to start off with, uh, I was talking to Rob Paulson, Maurice Lamarche earlier. Uh, one of the things that people like to ask is, well, I want to be a voice actor. How do I be a voice actor? A lot of us out here know about D. Bradley Baker's website. I want to be a voice actor dot com. Uh, but how did you become a performer? Was it something that you wanted to do from childhood? Were you encouraged in that direction by uh, the parental units? Um, so everybody, obviously, everybody has a completely different story of how they got into acting in general and, and just entertainment. Everybody, it's, it's the interesting thing about being entertainment is that there's no one set way to get into it. You know, as with, with a lot of jobs and career paths, it's pretty cut and dry, kind of how you have to go about doing that. You usually go uh, in college or you go schooling for it, obviously, and maybe you have a grad school and then you start an internship somewhere and you work your way up. Um, acting is so different. Um, for me, I started when I was about six years old, and I just, uh, we live in, me and my family live in LA, and as a kid, I just always loved movies and TV shows um, and was just kind of a big nerd, honestly, uh, and I just always wanted to be a part of it. And just from an early age, what I always wanted to do, and my older brother, Zach, who actually did the voice of uh, Free of Your Adventure Time fan, uh, Finn, in like the original Nickelodeon short, back when his character's name was Penn, um, he started acting first, and he just kind of was like, hey, Mom, Dad, I want to be an actor. And my parents were like, oh, gosh. <laughs> and it's like, you don't know, as a parent, especially for them, you don't know how to even go about doing that. You don't even know what that means. You're like, okay, well... Uh, I don't want to crush his dream, so let's look into how to do that, I guess. And so they took him into a um, an agency for, I think, for was the live action or like commercial. Uh, they had a meeting, and the first one was like, after the meeting, they're like, okay, thank you for coming in. And he kind of thought that was probably the end of it, but they're like, hey, we tried. Like, I don't know what else to do. So, um, but on their way home, the agent had my brother just basically go by an audition, and they're like, okay. And so he went and he booked, uh, he, booked the, he booked the job. It was his first thing he ever went out on. Um, and at that point, then he got that and he started working. And like little me at that point being like five or six years old, so my brother doing it, and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. You just like go on auditions, you get roles. Wow, it's so easy. It's not. 
after, then you're like, then you start doing it and you're like, oh, wow, okay, you go out on like 100 things and get none of them half the time, you know? Um, so it's, he just got very lucky with that. But because of that, it just piqued my interest and I just wanted to do it. And so for the past 15 years, um, I've just been working my way up, and I uh, started with on-camera stuff, which I still do. Got a voiceover uh, agent with the agency I was at. Started doing like radio commercials and like little toys and stuff. Worked my way up. Eventually, um, started doing Adventure Time after Nickelodeon had passed on it, and they needed somebody who sounded like the original, which was my brother. Um, I sounded just like him. Got the job. Nobody knew I was his younger brother until the first day of recording. They just thought they got very lucky with someone who sounded like uh, the original and I've been doing it ever since. So that's the long version of uh, basically how I got into acting. I've got one more for you to be selfish before we turn it over to you guys and get through all of your questions before we get him back to his table. Uh, I talked to, uh, to uh, Robin and Maurice also about a mutual friend of ours, Andrea Romano. Oh, fantastic. Uh, you got to work with her on her swan song project, Voltron. What, what was it like working with Andrea? Had you worked with her before? What do you feel like you learned uh, you know, passing through the hands of one of the great voice directors of all time? So for those of you who don't know, Andre Romano is basically what he said is basically like one of the, I mean, just greatest voice voiceover directors of all time. Uh, she's amazing. She does, I mean, she did for years and years and years most of like Warner Brothers animated like DC projects, pretty much everything Warner Brothers and a bajillion other things um, uh, like Last Airbender, Legend of Korra, just like amazing, amazing series. Um, and she was also a voice director on Voltron. Um, which was the last show uh, that she did before she just retired um, recently. Um, but I worked with her, I think, a couple times before Voltron on uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. I did like a voice of like young Robin for like a couple episodes, which is cool. Superhero. Pretty awesome. Um, and, and so then on Voltron, I, I knew her a little bit, but it was even greater getting to know her like on a week-to-week -week basis working on that show. And she's just the sweetest woman. Um, and anytime you get direction from her... Uh, she's pretty good about just making you feel confident about the choices that you're making as an actor, and then if there is something um, nudging you in like a very uh, just a, in a great way, not being like, eh, let's do it more like that. That was you know <laughs> like she's she's just she makes you feel more confident about what you're doing, and she's just the sweetest woman. Uh, she gets the best reads out of everyone, and she's yeah she's amazing. Um, so we had her on Voltron, and ultimately I think it's one of the just as far as the whole cast is concerned, just like one of the coolest um, just shows to be a part of, especially, and that's a lot of due to, a lot of, a lot of that is due to her, but she's a, she's pretty amazing, so I think we're opening it up to fan questions, so it's, it's all about you guys now, they better be good, all right, or I'm walking out that door, no <laughs> I'm kidding, what's up dude, I like your fan cosplay, it looks good, thanks man, uh, my name's Lennon, and I've been a fan ever since I was nine, awesome, so, oh, cool, <laughs> He's not attacking you, he's just gonna adjust the mic. <laughs> so during your acting career, uh, when would you consider your big break and did you ever think you'd become so successful? Um, I think the, you know, it's weird. The things that oftentimes you think are gonna be the most like huge for you career-wise end up not being that way. And the things that you don't really think, I guess, much of at the outset end up becoming huge. Um, I had done like, guest star parts on like shows like Lost and, and ER and, and Cold Case and just a lot of, I got a lot, work with a lot of really amazing people on really cool shows. Um, but ultimately like, I mean those were like great jobs, but 
weirdly, the thing that ended up being by far so far the biggest thing that I've worked on that really kind of, I guess, um, granted me this awesome uh, fan base was definitely Adventure Time. Um, and it was a show that, like, at first, like, oh, this is cool. It's like animation. Um, it was really weird, you know, <laughs> the, the tone of it. It was kind of, I guess, at the time, it, there was nothing else really like it. Um, and it was kind of the first of this uh, a new wave of animation in a lot of ways. And, and so you're not thinking much of it. You're like, oh, it's a cool, like, animated show. Um, and then we started doing it. And it wasn't until the show, like, premiered, and I think I went to, like, San Diego Comic-Con the first time, that I really realized it was even, like, successful in any way, shape, or form. Um, and they, like, <laughs> they had all of us, the cast, go on the panel at San Diego Comic-Con. We had, like, this massive, huge ballroom. Um, and then I was, like, the last person to come out on the panel. And they're like, oh, Jeremy Shane. And I, like, walked up there. And there's all these, like, screaming people, and they had passed out, like, uh, fin hats to the entire audience. So it was just a sea of, like, 4,000 people in fin hats. And I was like, whoa, this is so weird. Um, and so that was, like, the, that was the first time where I was like, oh, this is, wow, people actually like this show. Like, that's cool. Uh, and then it's just grown and grown and grown and grown ever since. And, you know, now you have, geez, I mean, just the, the amount of merchandise around the world globally for the show. I mean, the amount of people that... You know, when I go to these things, just I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like my favorite show. Like, you're the voice of my childhood, and I'm only like 21. I'm like, I just got out of my childhood not that long ago, you know? Um, so it's it's crazy. I was 12 when I started, and by the time we recorded our uh, final episode, I was 20. So, I mean, like eight years. Pretty much my whole junior high, high school um, was all recording Adventure Time. So it's, that's definitely been the biggest the biggest thing. And no, I, I, I you never, I guess... If you really enjoy acting in, in the way that I do, you just love to work and you just love to act on cool projects and, and meet cool people. And so you can't have an expectation or a hope that you're going to be like famous or something. Like that's, to me, that's kind of dumb, I guess. You just want to have an interest in what you do and love the, the projects that you get to work on because ultimately that's the most satisfying part of it. And then if you do have something that's successful, you're very, very grateful and thankful for it because that gives you the opportunity to keep working and keep doing things. And so, um, you know, if, it was, if it's not for you guys, the fans, then I don't get to do what I do. So that's why you got to just be thankful. Real quick, I forgot to do my standard uh, crash course in, in uh, asking questions of the microphone thing. One question ends in a question mark. That's all there is to it. Sound good? Want to make sure that we get to everybody. That's all. That's all. But thank you. Hello, Pidge. <laughs> I'm a little short for the mic, but anyways. That's okay. Well, you're like perfect for pitch cosplay then. That's like your, your pitch size. <laughs> Thank it's awesome. You. Um, so are you, are there any more like voice acting projects that you're going to do in the future? Uh, yeah. So I'm doing every single voice acting project that's ever going to be happen from here on out. So <laughs> all of them. Anything all the things. It's going to be great. It's going to be all for? me. Every role. <laughs> everything. Ah, uh, gosh, that would be terrible. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so we're doing, uh, obviously, we're continuing doing Voltron. We have quite a bit more of that that will uh, come out, too. Does we have any Voltron fans that we have in here? Oh, like a lot of you. Okay, cool. Yeah, so there's a lot more of that coming up. Um, Adventure Time, I am, I mean, we're done with because we recorded the last season. So the final season's airing right now. Um, there's another, there's a couple things that I'm currently working on, like a couple video games and... Um, uh, and maybe another another show right now. So there there is stuff that's coming up, but I like it's not it's very early phases, so I can't really talk about it, I guess, or announce anything. But there is um, there is more. I'm actually right now I'm pretty busy with uh, 
Does anybody, I have a band called Make Out Monday. Does anybody, some, like four people? Okay, cool. Uh, we actually are um, based, we're talking to the label right now, and, and so we're going to be. <laughs> yeah. They're loud over there. Jeez. Um, and so we're actually going to be, I think, touring uh, this year, and we just released our first full-length album um, that we're really, really stoked up. Uh, so, so that's that's keeping me pretty busy. And then uh, I have a show called Mr. Student Body President, which is on uh, Verizon's Go 90 app, which is a live-action show. Uh, it's like their version of like a Netflix type thing. Um, we have two more seasons of that coming out, I think, this year sometime. Um, so between all that, and then uh, traveling around and meeting all you awesome people, so that's what's keeping me busy right now. But yeah. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Can I tell you my name? Sure. What's your name? Andrea. Is it Andrea? Yeah. That's a fantastic name. I love it. Very nice. Okay. I got two things to ask you. First off, you're seeing the um, voice actor for um, the brains from Pinky and the Brain? Yes. Uh, Maurice? Maurice? Lamarche? Yeah. Yes. Do, uh, do I know him? Is that what you're asking? No. I just am um, asking you that because I've um, been here for the Pink and the Brain. Oh, right cool. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. I hug them. I hug both of them. Maurice is very huggable. He's <laughs> a big, snug bear hug. Very great. <laughs> Second off, um, who's your favorite character in Adventure Time? Um, my favorite character in Adventure Time? Um, myself. <laughs> Finn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides Finn, though, probably um, Ice King or Lumpy Space Princess. Hi. Hello, Keith. Hi. Nice mullet. Thank you. On point. I got a Voltron question. Of course you do. So, uh, in the very first episode, Iverson told Lance uh, mm. not to follow Keith in his footsteps, but now he has the red lion, a sword, mm. he's Shiro's right-hand man now. Meta. <laughs> do you think he ever compares himself to Keith, or and what um, do you think about that? Interesting. I think that Lance, uh, I think it's one of those kind of frenemy type things to where, I mean, they're definitely a lot closer now in the, in the show. They're, I mean, they've all been living together for like a long period of time now and working and fighting alongside each other. So there's, there's less of like the bickery uh, rivalness. But I think early on, at least, he definitely kind of had a little bit of that jealousy of like the person that he would want to be. And the only reason that he even basically got to uh, be like in the fighter pilot class is because Keith dropped out. Otherwise, he wouldn't even have um, been up to that mark because he, you know, was just barely good enough to get in. So I think he always had like a little bit of a chip on his shoulder with all that. And so I think earlier on, that it was more of a specific like, that's the guy that I want to be. Like, I know I can be that person. Like, that's who I want to be. And then throughout the show, his arc is more so just him getting humbled definitely a lot. Um, and then there's the point where. Uh, they're figuring out who's gonna like take over the, the lions and he's like, oh, there's like, you know, Shiro's back There's like six paladins. There's only five lions. He's like by my math He's like, you know, somebody's gonna be out basically and even in that moment he kind of Instead of being classic Lancer, he's like, well, it's not gonna be me that's getting kicked out He kind of offers himself to like basically step down um, And so that almost has him kind of come full circle in a, in a cool way, but yeah Hi um, Hi uh, So my question is also a Voltron question um, in season one, we see a picture of Lance's family. Yes. And we later uh, learn that their names are Marco, Luis, and Veronica. Mm -hmm. uh, are they present in that picture that we see? And if so, which ones are they? Um, I believe they are. Yes. He has a, Lance has a big, big family. 
he has lots of siblings, lots of cousins, and yeah. So they probably they probably are. Um, I think at some point in the show we're gonna see more of him and his in his family. I can't say more than that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's that's probably. I don't know what if I had the picture in front of me, maybe, but. Um, uh, for me, I don't know even half of that stuff until the episode's like animated, and then you're in ADR, and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's what they look like. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> um, I'm also 21, and I was wondering, like, what is Lance's beauty routine? His what routine? His beauty routine. Oh, it's a good, good question. Very thorough. Very thorough. Uh, it's very long, <laughs> extensive process. There's lots of steps. I mean, yeah, I mean, have you seen him? Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think he probably starts the morning off with a nice little spa day, kind of like a couple hours in the spa, little face mask action. He's got his, you know, kind of bathrobe on and his uh, little blue lion slippers. Probably has a little um, space mimosa in the morning, you know, just to kind of <laughs> loosen things up a little bit. Um, and, yeah, he kind of, he's kind of like a... He's like a teenage girl, really, in that way, I guess. Yeah, that's, what, that's his beauty. He has a long beauty routine. Very good. Hello there. Hello there. I have two questions for you. One is, I don't know if you could tell us this, but were we, <laughs> was there not. still a possibility of us getting an Adventure Time movie? Um, I think it's super possible. I don't um. I think even at one point they had announced that there was going to be one happening, but that's been so long ago now that I don't even... I'm honestly not sure myself. If it's very possible, though, they could do anything like that with uh, with Adventure Time at any point. Um, and obviously, if they did, I would be super game for it. I would love that. Uh, but there's nothing officially as of now. Um, but down the road, it's it's possible. So who knows? Maybe. Also, what would your ex okay? Thank you, Sorry. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Um, I would like to know if you would rather be. Lance in this universe or yourself in the Voltron universe? Lance in this universe or myself in the Voltron? Oh, okay. Um, uh, probably myself in the Voltron universe. Because if you're Lance in this universe, you lose some of the coolest parts of that, which is like being able to fly a blue lion and all that. You guys don't, it just doesn't exist. Um, so I'll be myself in the Voltron universe and fly around in spaceships and fight some Gara people. It's going to be great. Thank you. Yes. I was wondering about, okay, so like whenever Lance got his new sword, I was like, is that a Lance? And then the Lord is like, it's a Bayard. I'm like, oh, dang it. So if Missed you, opportunity. Right? It, okay. So, so <laughs> oh, but if you could have picked a weapon for Lance to have gotten last season, what would you have given him? Hmm. Um, I... I I don't know. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Um, I, I, they kind of like all the. I mean, everybody has like kind of cool weapons. I mean, you got like Pidge has her little like dagger thing. Laura's got this like whip now, which is awesome. I, I like his I like his sharpshooting gun and his sword. I think it's pretty it's pretty sweet. If he had like a long spear type thing, that'd be cool, maybe, maybe. Or like one of those like kind of mace things where you like hold it and it's got like a chain and it's like you can like swing it like the mini bolt. No, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I hate that too. So we have just a couple minutes left. A lot of Voltron fans in the room, right? Yes. 
So I, something I'm curious about is, do you guys as a cast get to record together, or is it part of the cast, or are you all recording separately? Who, who are you hanging out with in the booth? Um, usually, so for a lot of shows, they'll do like individual records. For Voltron and Adventure Time 2, actually, we usually try and have as many of the cast members there together as we, as we can, um, which I think leads to like a better show and just kind of better reads. When you're, when you're with your castmates in the booth playing off one another, you have more natural reads, and it just... That chemistry builds up uh, a lot better. And so for us, we'll usually have at least three or four of us in the room for a Voltron record um, from any given day. And the cool thing that Andrea uh, Romano did actually was at the beginning of the show for Voltron, we she made sure that like the first four or five episodes that the entire cast was there together so we could all get to know each other, uh, hear each other's voices, so that even when people were out of town for other reasons or just couldn't make records, um, that we already knew each other and we knew what their voices sound like. And it helps to have them there a lot because then when they're not there, you kind of hear in your head or you kind of assume, you kind of know what they're going to do with certain lines. Um, and so, yeah, it just it ends up having a better record. And the cool thing is they animate to our voices, and so we're pretty loose in the booth and we can improv a good amount of stuff and just kind of throw stuff in and, and change lines around um, and have the freedom to do that, which is fun. On that note, which of your castmates do you find yourself uh, unintentionally cracking up uh, with with what you're riffing with, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Josh. I mean, who 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 is the worst trouble for you? <laughs> uh, we're kind of e everyone. I mean, we're kind of all that way all the time. We're we're a very not serious cast. Um, we're all joking the entire time uh, and making fun of ourselves constantly. And 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 ultimately, especially for me, being like Lance, who has a very a lot, just tons of funny lines. Um, my job is like, if I'm making my castmates laugh in the booth, then I know like mission accomplished, you know, like I'm doing my job right. Uh, and so that's kind of what we're going for half the time. We're, we're honestly just trying to make each other laugh. Um, and then in the moments when we have like serious stuff, then you're just trying to make each other cry. You know, you're like, who could be like the most like raw right now? And you're like, wow, that's amazing performance, you know. Um, I think surprisingly, Josh, even though he plays one of the most serious characters on the show, is one of the most not serious persons in the booth, in the, in the best kind of way. He's super funny. Um, and then also, Reese, who plays uh, Karan. Reese uh, Darby. Reese Darby from, uh, Hello there. from the Concords. Oh. Right, yes. All right. Lance, got to repair the ship. Um, he's awesome. Anything, anything he says, it's just his normal voice. He could read a phone book and it would be funny. So anything he says in the show... I'm always laughing, and I'm always trying not to ruin a take. Um, and and he uh, he's funny normally, and then also when he messes up a line, it's even more funny because he'll just like uh, it's just uh, you have to be there. I'm sorry, it's just it's just funny. So one last one for you, and we're gonna get you back to your table because you guys still want to see him, right? Is, is I guess not really. They're like, uh, yeah, yeah sure. I, I, it didn't I sound like Dallas, Texas either. answered that question. <laughs> Do you guys want to see him at his table? Yeah. Okay. What is, what is the weirdest, craziest, strangest, most interesting thing somebody's brought up to you to sign? Um, I've, uh, well, actually, the person didn't bring it up, but someone is building a real-life Kaltenecker, which is like the, the cow from Voltron. They showed me a picture of it. It wasn't finished yet. They're building that. Um, one of the coolest things I've signed, they, didn't, they couldn't bring it into the convention because obviously it wouldn't fit through the doors, uh, but someone brought a car, um, they, it was Adventure Time fan, and he had a custom painted J uh, car that was basically all Jake, and like a little, and a little bit of Finn too. Um, but it was like all different Jakes, and it was like his, the whole wrap of his car was all Adventure Time. And so he had me and John uh, DiMaggio um, come out and, and sign the hood of his sign the hood of his car, which was which was crazy. Uh, and and also that was in Australia. And also in Australia, we had a fan who 
his house, the entire side of his two-story house was all painted uh, custom Adventure Time murals. So it was like the tree house in the world. It was the entire side of the house. And we went by just to see it because we'd heard about it. Um, we didn't know if he was going to be there or not. And so we're there in the morning, and we're like taking pictures out in front of it. And then like the, the window from the second story opens, and he's like, uh, can, I, can I help you guys? And we're like, yeah, we're like Finn and Jake. We're just checking out your house. And he was like, oh, my God, uh, let me, just give me a second. I'll put my pants on. I'll be right down. So we got pictures of that guy and stuff. He got a surprise visit from us. Um, so yeah, there's been some crazy, very crazy stuff. Cool. So my name isn't Barry Allen, but this was the fastest panel alive, right? <laughs> but it was good, right? It was good, right? All right, let's keep it going. One more time for Jeremy Shada. Thank you guys very much. Go see you him at his table, best. everybody. I appreciate you for coming.